To spoil or not to spoil? That is the question. The following podcast contains spoilers for Hader. You have been warned. What's up, everybody, and welcome to a new year, new us. Yes, it is mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. Glenjamin Budden, along with your host, Miguel, my freaking gusto, my, my boy, freaking my gusto. man. I got a middle name now. Yeah, I, I, I threw it in there. Figured I'd spice it up just a little spice, bit. The, mm-hmm. Spice of life is what that is. Yes. The spice. <laughs> the spice. How you doing? I'm not bad. We're we're in, like I said, we're in the new year. Yes, we are. Feeling a little fresh, trying to... Uh, Trying to enjoy it a little bit. Hopefully, mm-hmm. I can. Hopefully, we can as a society, all of us together. Um, <laughs> Don't but, be daft. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> what could ever happen? Uh, we live in a society. We do, we that we do actually. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been a long time since we've recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably longer than it has been since we released something. I don't, it feels like it, at least. It's, I have no it's idea. It's been a while. Um, but uh, what have you been up to? What movies have you watched? Mm-hmm. Let's try to get through these as fast as possible so we're not boring people here. Uh, yours is probably going to be a little bit longer than mine. What? I don't, no. I don't necessarily remember the last movie I said on the last episode. Mm. I'm just going to say them and see what happens. Okay, okay. Like, I, I know The Matrix uh, Resurrections we, we talked about. No, we did not. We didn't talk about it. No, oh, we that's didn't. that's perfect. There's yeah. so many things we can talk about now. <laughs> uh, what about Nightmare Alley? Did we do that one? Uh, no, that was this probably is, your oh first my, one if oh you didn't watch it. So, there is a huge gap in between that and the one before that. Yeah. So, uh, let's start off. Nightmare Alley. Me and Mike saw that together. We saw that in Bryn Mawr, yes? We saw that No, we good. saw that at Oaks. Did we see that at Oaks? We saw that at Oaks. We did. And then, <laughs> what no, would you this, do without this, me? I honestly probably be sleep deprived and in a coma already. Yeah. That doesn't make sense because that's counterintuitive. But hey, <laughs> we what we did see though <laughs> at Bryn Mawr was being the Ricardos. I can't believe you missed Spider-Man No Way Home. No, I was. That's next. That's uh, next. You put them in a, a funky thing I, because I we saw Nightmare Alley and Spider-Man the same day. Because I re-rated Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's I why you. it's. I got you. I'm on I my letterbox activity. My bad. So it's all over the place, just like my 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 brain and mm-hmm. the molecules inside them. Spider-Man, after being the Ricardos, uh, No Way Home, we saw that. Uh, indubitably, a fun time. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Mike kind of liked it. I think it's crazy. I thought it was okay. Kind like I said, kinda. Yeah. Uh, after that, I watched Don't Look Up. It, I mean, we we both watched that together. That was that was also the other Bryn Mawr. That was the one. Yes, it's been a yes, long day. Could you tell? <laughs> yeah, I could. <laughs> uh, and then I decided to crank out the trilogy of The Matrix uh, before we watched the new one. Uh, and it looks like I didn't rate one of them. Oh, no, I did. Oh, my God. I'm so crazy right now. Your love's got me looking. After that, I watched Pig with uh, Nicolas Cage, the beautiful bastard that is that man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Every Breath You Take, it's, uh, and then, then The Power of the Dog, Little Fish, Licorice Pizza, and The Tragedy of Macbeth. Let's just get through it, because holy there crap. There you go. <laughs> yeah, and then you watched Hader today. And then, so. of course, uh, Hader. Yeah, which we'll get to in a minute. Uh, I saw 24 movies. Eight of them were rewatches. 
the first one I watched, I'm going to try to get th- through these as fast as I can. Luca, the Disney animated movie uh, that is essentially Call Me By Your Name, but with fish people uh, in Italy. Yep. Um, I, it was fine. Nightmare, <laughs> uh, Nightmare Alley, uh, which we saw uh, at Oaks, not Bryn Mawr. Uh, we have a review of that on the YouTube. Spider-Man No Way Home, we have a review of that on the YouTube. Saw that the same day as Nightmare Alley. Uh, Writers of Justice, uh, Moss Mickelson's uh, film from 2020, released in the U.S. in 2021, so it could be possibly getting a Stony this Mm, year. Who knows? Uh, That was a really, really fun, good movie. I I highly suggest it, especially for someone like you who loves Moss Mikkelsen. I do. Uh, I love Moss Mikkelsen. Probably not quite as much as you do, even though it's close, but I feel like you edge me out there. Um, But yeah, Writers of Justice is really good. Then for the thousand and one movies you must see before you die, I watch Gallipoli, which is a uh, World War I Australian uh, Australian film about World War I uh, with Mel Gibson uh, pre, uh, you know, him being a drunken racist. Um, and uh, I thought it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Then we watched Being the Ricardos at Bryn Mawr. I thought it was very meh. Uh, I gave it two and a half stars. Then I, I, re, I re-watched Don't Look Up because I watched Don't Look Up before our last episode. Uh, watched Don't Look Up with you in Bryn Mawr. Oh, so good. So good. Then I watched a French movie called Holy Motors. Legitimately a little too French for me. Uh, <laughs> Hat, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's just me and French films don't always get along. Yeah. When we get along, we get along really well. But other times, I'm just like, you're a little too French for me. Uh, Holy Motors. <laughs> Please back up. <laughs> yes. Holy Motors is one of those that's a little too French for me. Uh, then I rewatched The Matrix Reloaded, um, you know, preparing for the mm-hmm. new one. Then I watched The Kingsman, uh, the newest Kingsman movie. Uh Better than the second Kingsman, but you know, still not as good as the first Kingsman. Um, suggest people check that out. Then I watched Matrix Revolutions, the third in the Matrix uh, series, and then Matrix Resurrections. We have a video for that up on the YouTube. Then I uh, on Christmas Eve rewatched Home Alone with Caitlin and and my baby boy. Oh, the boy. Uh, Christmas Day rewatched White Christmas with my dad while we were just waiting for stuff to happen while we were hanging out mm-hmm. uh then i rewatched spider-man no way home with my college roommate who was in town uh he he is a huge spider-man fan he had already seen it but he wanted to see it again so we went and saw it uh then i saw licorice pizza with you we do not have a review on that we just wanted to just chill just and watch the movie see it yeah it was pretty good. Uh, then I watched Tick, Tick, Boom with Andrew Garfield, which is about the guy, Jonathan Larson, who wrote Rent, uh, but died before it was ever, like, shown in public. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was really good, um, you know, for what it is. For I'm musicals and such. I like musicals, but it, it takes a lot for me to love a musical, Yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, but I this, really like this, this is one. up there for me. Yeah, it's, as far it's as most of them go. Yeah, it's definitely up there. Um, I I want to see the uh, uh, was it Superbia the uh, mm-hmm. the musical that he's writing within this movie. this this musical. Yeah, because that seems like it'd be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so saw that. Then uh, rewatched the Matrix Resurrections with Papa Hicks. Uh, he really enjoyed it. Then I went to the fanciest fucking Regal I've ever been to, uh, <laughs> Regal Warrington 22 to see Red Rocket. Yeah. Um, they charged me a dollar because it was like a luxury theater and I just didn't even care. 
I mean, yeah. like, I have the uh, I have the unlimited, and I was just like, you know what? That's I don't think that's fair, but it's only a dollar, and this place is fancy as fuck, so I'm just gonna mm-hmm. let it slide this time. Yeah, I was um, being sent pictures of that theater as it was being built by the. Uh, it's by, it's the, imp- by the boss in that area. It is like, impressive. Whoa. It is an impressive theater. Uh, so yeah, anyone that is in the area, go check out that theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Rocket was a um, movie by Sean Baker uh, with uh, Simon Rex about a uh, ex porn star who is also not also an ex porn star. It's it's really confusing. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's, it's really funny. He's kind of just a dickhead the whole time, which is kind of the whole point of the movie. Yeah. Um, hence the name Red Rocket. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good movie. If you like Sean Baker, you're gonna like this movie. If you don't like Sean Baker, could go either way. Probably leaning towards not liking it though. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I watched Finch with Tom Hanks, um, which is like a uh, a futuristic movie in a dystopian future where he's like this inventor living by himself. It is what Chappie wanted to be. Oh, Chappie. My but soul what, yeah. quenched a little bit, just saddened. You sh- you should watch Finch then, because like it's not a great movie, but it's like yeah. you could see like watching it. I was reminded a lot of of Chappie minus like the stupid rapper people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a, I highly suggest people check out Finch. It's it's a it's a solid movie, uh, really strong ending. I won't say anything more than that. Okay. Uh, then I rewatched for a third time. Don't look up because Caitlin wanted to watch it and it came out on Netflix. It's so just we, so good. It is so good, and it's it stays good every time I watch every it. Every time. Every time. Honestly, you people who don't like it, what's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Legitimately, I cannot understand why anyone dislikes this movie. You got to be the people in this movie. You got to be the people in the movie. <laughs> I, I I honestly don't, hit me up. Explain to me why you don't like it. Uh, other than the it's too on the nose because guess what that's the fucking point it's supposed to be it's supposed to be on the nose idiocracy friends (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, that's the only thing people have said is like oh it's too on the nose yeah that's the point Betty (laughs) oh R.I.P. I don't know why he said Betty I did not mean to say Betty (laughs) (laughs) too soon (laughs) too soon Uh, but then we saw the tragedy in Macbeth on New Year's Day at the Colonial Mm -hmm. uh, Joel Cohen film Really good, but Shakespeare, so hard for us dumb dumbs to understand. Yeah, what uh, do word do? What do word do? Uh, then I watched Hot Air, uh, uh, which we'll get into in just a minute. And then I watched finally Jacob's Ladder, uh, which is a film uh, film about like the soldiers who were part of the uh, LSD experiment during Vietnam. Mm. Um, which I did not know going in. I thought it was just a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's actually like a horror movie based in history, and I really, really liked it. It's a good film, uh, Jacob's Ladder from 1990 with Tim Robbins. Highly suggest people check that out. Uh, but let's get into some news. I already alluded to it accidentally. Uh, <laughs> as everyone knows by now, Betty White died under three weeks before her 100th birthday. So close. She was <laughs> right there. I think I don't know if this is real or not, but I've seen multiple pictures of people posting the cover for People magazine, mm-hmm. and it says Betty White celebrates her 100th birthday. Like it there, got sent out to. There was uh, there was a bunch of Regal uh, trailers for celebrating her 100th birthday too Ooh. in the movies on Friday. <laughs> oh boy, you don't make these things at that. You you celebrate her 100th birthday after it's done. Yeah. Uh, it's it's such a shame, but it, yeah, yeah. It was legend the, lost. The, the news the news broke out. I think I think it was it was definitely Friday, while I was at work. I think it was New Year. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. She and, didn't even. And uh, yeah, they it was around noon. I found out, and then uh, around the the 
what around five or six is when uh my buddy went to the movies he's like dude they're playing a betty white 100th birthday trailer <laughs> right before the movie i'm like what uh, they had time to pull those trailers oh my god yeah Oof. but yeah but uh very saddened she was hilarious as a human being and just just a legend an absolute absolute legend, maniac yeah. of a legend Mm-hmm. And she will be missed. That she will. Always one to make a good joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw this video of uh, her verbally abusing Ryan Reynolds, and then when he <laughs> yeah. re- returned it, just played the victim, and it was hilarious. And, and Sandra's just uh, like, you're you're not a national treasure, Ryan. She is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's great. Uh, she, she will be missed. Uh, great loss of talent there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Great year, great way yeah. to start off the year. Yep. Uh, but without any further ado, let's get into Hader, which some of you may know I mispronounced last episode. So my my apologies. Hader, mera intikam lena, mere baai se. Uski un dono aankhon mein goliyan daagna, jin aankhon se usne tumhari maa par fareeb dale the. A young man returns to Kashmir after his father's disappearance to confront his uncle, whom he suspects of playing a role in his father's fate. It's directed by Vishal. Bardwaj, uh, based on the play Hamlet by William Shakespeare, uh, Basharat Peer, um, written by Basharat Peer and Vishal Bardwaj. It is starring Shahid Kapoor, uh, Tabu, Shraddha Kapoor, and KK Menon, as well as others. Irfan Khan is in there. Uh, and uh, yeah, I had been wanting to watch this for a while because I had, I had watched the trailer. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I like Bollywood movies, but I don't like all the song and dance numbers that are in them. Yeah, I feel like it takes them out. But they do have a lot of really good movies. Uh, I, I, we've watched at least one, if not two, on here. Definitely Stree, the horror yeah. film, horror comedy film, that was good. Um, but I wanted to watch this, but it, it like two hours forty minutes. I don't like forcing people to watch that just for a podcast. Mm-hmm. I will every now and then, but I I don't like to. But oh, we'll make you goddamn. Oh yeah, we'll do it. <laughs> and, and since we took off time, I was like, you know what, perfect time mm-hmm. to watch Hot Air, something that's been on my watch list for quite some time. Uh, and I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a much darker film than even like after the trailer I was expecting from Bollywood. Like, yes, there were Bollywood elements to it, but it was extremely dark. Um, even the, even the Bollywood moments, uh, like, like the song and dance parts, they, they, they fit for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Especially the one where he's like, uh, doing the song and dance at the wedding after they, after the, his, uh, 
his uncle and his mother just got married. <laughs> yeah, essentially calling them out in front of everyone. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was a brilliant way to have the song and dance, but not in the normal Bollywood way where it detracts from the story. It's like mm-hmm. a story break. This is actually part of the story. And that song's a jam. It's it, it's it, all of them are Jimmy jams. All all of them are Jimmy jams. They are. Um, but the the number one thing for me, that, like this, being shot in Kashmir, the Kashmir region, mm-hmm. was just brilliant. It is such a beautiful region, and not something you normally think of when you think of India. I uh, f- forgive me if I'm incorrect. I believe it is part of India and also part of Pakistan, uh, and they both um, kind You're- of. You would assume it's like a middle ground because uh, it, it is like like a war between India and like uh, the Pakistani forces. Yeah, this is this is like based off of uh, uh, conflicts in the Kashmir region in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like it's not an entire fabrication. That's just based off the Hamlet play. They take they take Hamlet and then put it into the Kashmir region in the nineties. Uh, but I, I I just mean like I I'm not sure if it is part Pakistan, part India yeah. in Kashmir. Or if it's still disputed today, I don't know. And if I apologize if I, you know, offended anyone by saying it is mm-hmm. in India. We just um, don't know. We don't know. I could look it up, but honestly, I should have looked it up before we started recording. <laughs> and I'm not going to take the time to do that now. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought it was it was great. I thought it had great acting. Shahid Kapoor absolutely killed it, especially when he started going crazy. <laughs> yeah, really um, killed it as soon as he, you know, found some things out, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as, as soon as he hit that that mid-marker there in the middle of the movie, it's just a game changer. Like, he was a, almost yeah. a completely different character in a way. Yeah, and uh, I know we, we talked about this a little bit before recording. Uh, you don't know too much about Hamlet. I know enough about Hamlet to mm-hmm. kind of remember things. Like, in Hamlet, his girlfriend or wife uh, her name's Ophelia, and uh, she kills herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was watching this the entire time, I was just waiting for this. Oh, that poor woman's gonna go down. <laughs> yeah, where uh, Arshia, who is the uh, Ophelia, um, you know, person in this, I was just like, she's gonna kill herself at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so in a way, I kind of wish I didn't know enough about Hamlet because it would have made it more. Yeah. impactful instead I, uh, of me just waiting for it to happen i would have <laughs> yeah i did let it i did ham or have hamlet in in like my 12th grade english class like yeah. i did do the play but i didn't pay attention in school i didn't care most of the yeah. time and most of the time i was actually asleep or just literally f- probably flirting to figure out what the homework last night was <laughs> um but yeah i, I almost uh, the, obviously i know the the to be or not to be speech yeah, um, everyone does. I, I everybody basically had to recite that, and I, I still kind of have it down. I'm not going to do it right now, mm-hmm. but uh, other than that, I basically know jack shit about Shakespeare. Yeah. Spear. When when we uh, read it in high school, uh, none of the girls wanted to read any of the parts. Like like they all refused to for some reason. Yeah, and so I played Ophelia. Oh, you're the perfect uh, person too. Well, I volunteered. Like no one else was volunteering, and like the teacher was just taking too long to accept yeah. that no one was volunteering. So I was like, I'll do it. So I just did it in a high pitched voice the whole time, <laughs> uh, and people really appreciated that. And I do too. Yeah, it, it was a fun time. Uh, but that's the only that's the main reason I remember that she kills herself because I, I played Ophelia. Yeah, in, in school. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's a very good story uh and and you know from from shakespeare's perspective and also how they translated it 
to uh, the the Kashmir region conflicts. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, just the whole idea of uh, Hamlet coming home or Hader coming home and finding that his father, uh, I believe, in Hamlet, he's just straight up dead. Like he knows uh, he's, he's straight dead. up zonked. Yeah, and and in this, he's like maybe he's still alive, maybe he's mm-hmm. not. Um, and of course, the the uh, the questioning of the uncle comes in the, into play, um, and it really sets the tone for you early on that something's not quite right be, with with everyone involved because like yeah. th- the way they show. Um, so so when they like the 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 police come and are are raiding people's homes and everything and uh they're honking whenever they see someone who might be an informant and then when they see him they like lean on the horn way harder than they had for anyone else you're like okay this something's up here mm-hmm. if 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 that's so they do, they do a really good job at intro, excuse me introducing that mystery yeah and staying on that and it's it really I think the biggest flaw with this film is how long it takes to get to the part where Hader kind of loses his mind a bit. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have gotten there a little bit sooner, but I also appreciate the character development that happens within that time. Yeah. I was going to say this, this was, this was long. I mean, obviously it's a Bollywood film, so they usually tend to be long, but Mm -hmm. that, that initial arc up to that point, definitely paid off because that that second half really is great and then yeah. i mean you had that first half to really enjoy that second half not that it was bad in any way it was just yeah. you you got all that character arc from you know him being cautious of everybody and, and everything like that and then he he figures everything out and bada bing bada boom mm-hmm. he, you know he's connecting dots and just going losing his mind and shit like that can we just talk about how much better Shahid Kapoor looks with a buzzed head and a thick he beard? He does. Like, he goes from looking like a little weenie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to straight like, little wiener. Little ween. Like, I'm sure, granted, it was, it's, it's, it's a period piece. It's supposed to be the 90s, but mm-hmm. his hair is bad. His hair is bad. A lot of their and, hairs, well, hairs, hair were yeah. bad. Um, especially those those two uh, store clerks who oh, were basically yeah. informants for the <laughs> they, Duan team. They, they kept hair, doing the hair flip. Yes, yeah, S- S- Salman and Salman. Yeah, but then when he when he buzzes his head and has like a thick beard, he turns into like a straight up oh, fucking it's a thirst G. trap. Yeah, thir- Easy. thirst trap and just <laughs> you know like he he looks like the kind of crazy you'd want to take home for a bit. Exactly. That's uh, okay with me. <laughs> no, he legitimately like the whole time I was like, they, they had to have gotten two different actors. He looks like two different people. He, he really did. Like, uh, even like they were saying his name, like, uh, Hader, Hader. I'm like, that's not the same dude, man. Who yeah, are you talking I, I've about? I've seen stills of the other dude and this is not him. Yeah. No, it's him. And it, honestly, like, well, it even showed just like, just that transition, uh, just with the hairstyle or whatever, just like how much he kind of, he got immature from the way he acted, but he like matured in the fact that now it was kind of like a, Oh, I'm out for revenge and just like a, you know, pity party type thing to now yeah. he's like, I'm dead set on this. And oh I'm, yeah. And it kind of, really, it kind of hints towards his, his more, uh, beco- becoming more militant as well. Yeah. Cause like he, he wants to be militant when he's a teenager and mm-hmm. then his parents send him away and he's not really militant. And then he's kind of like something happened to my dad, uh, but still not really interested in being militant. And then he finds out that his uncle 
set him up and his mom helped and he loses his mind and then like just him shaving i think the next time you see him after he finds that out and he jumps off the bridge that his his father was thrown off of uh that like he's has the noose around his neck in the city uh square Mm -hmm. and is like performing a monologue about uh the government and everything and like it's just visually is such a jarring transition but it happens so smoothly at the same time yeah and it's such a night and day like i said earlier between the two mm-hmm. same character like the same yeah. like how how different it is yeah and he did fantastic absolutely uh his performance i mean obviously his uh performance was more subdued before he went crazy but like mm-hmm. when he started like becoming angry and losing his mind he he like Oscar-worthy performance, in my opinion, or whatever yeah. the Oscar equivalent in Bollywood is. Because yeah, I mean, it, it, just, it did win a lot. I do see that. Yeah, yeah, it it, it deserves it too. It's a great, great film. Um, great cinematography. The even the song and dance numbers in it make sense mm-hmm. uh, and are entertaining, and it works. The, everything works about it. Everything works. Really, Especially, like, if you've never really been into Hamlet in any sort of way, like, this is a good straight-up interpretation of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's. I mean, it's got everything. It's even got, like, the to-be-or-not-to-be line, mm-hmm. although in in the play it is more Hamlet talking to himself, and in this he's, like, philosophizing yeah, with the, uh, they do a, say Ashira. They do say to-be-or-not-to-be with the two uh, Salmon characters, and then... Um, and then at one point, yeah, he is sitting in a graveyard with a with a skull, but he doesn't have that whole philosophical speech. But yeah. he does have some sort of talk with. He's talking to a kid or something like right that. Uh, right? With a skull, he's talking to the grave diggers and a kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's I think in the play that's he's holding the skull when he's doing to be or not to be. Yeah, and he's talking um, to himself. Yeah. But yeah, it's, visually it's just it's great. Uh, Irfan mm-hmm. Khan's character has oh like the God. most badass entrance. I was about to say, can we talk about that introduction, <laughs> dude? It's like straight up, like I don't know. Like, it's it like, felt like a, a it's like, like a Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he walks in and dubsteps. I like know playing. what happened to your father. You had to follow me. I have a message. <laughs> follow me if you want to know what happened to him. He he just uh. walks in with this brooding sexiness and like this he's following the uh what's oh what's her name? It's uh Arshia. Uh, yeah, she, Arshia. he's like following Arshia around and he's just like, Oh, is he about to is he about to hit on Arshia? Mm-hmm. Oh, what is going on? I want him to. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> it it was so funny. It's okay, Arshia, go with him. He's he to he's, he's got dubstep behind him. <laughs> he can't be all that bad. Yeah, it it was great. And it was cool to see also through flashbacks from his perspective what happened to his father. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really cool and and tying up this movie at the end by show like telling that it's not completely fiction and that people did go missing and are still missing mm-hmm. really just made the whole film even more powerful than it already was through everything else about it. Yeah. Um, but I. I can't say enough about this movie it's it's really great i i enjoyed it exponentially mm-hmm. and really my only problem is how slow it takes in the beginning yeah. but if if i had to pick out any gripes i mean with with most bollywood movies there are some moments of overacting a lot yeah um i mean there's that there wasn't that much i mean this the story and the, the characters within it held it down a little bit 
mm-hmm. not held it down as in bad, but like held that bad part down of the overacting. Mm-hmm. And then of of course, as you said there, the the first like hour and a half takes takes a little too long to get to that point where you're genuinely interested now. Yeah. Where basically he he snaps and becomes this different character in a way. This militant character, and I wish it was a little bit faster. But I, overall, it was it was it was a really good film. Yeah, I agree. Um, and also, they did a good job with like the the two video store guys, uh, Salman One and Salman Two. Um, yeah, I, I liked them until they betrayed Hadir. Yeah, and then and then like I was rooting for the him to kill kill them, and I was like, yeah. the, they, What's they crazy is how much really more was. accurate he was with a rock or multiple rocks than pistol shots. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was just kind of like Bollywood fun, I Yeah, feel. it was, it was but, funny. I was just like, how did you not hit them, but you hit them with a rock? Yeah. Multiple uh, rocks. That's it, crazy. It, that was a fun sequence, and it, honestly, it, it's a very satisfying ending, mm-hmm. um, even with him not killing his uncle. Yeah. It, it makes it satisfying because you realize his uncle at that point wants to die. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like, you know, when in revenge movies, you always want to pick the worst outcome. And for him, the worst outcome was to stay alive without your legs. Yeah, I, I've I've always loved the the story of uh, revenge begets revenge because it's, it's, it's just a long road to ruin. No matter who you are, you're just going to it's just going to keep going. It's yeah. just going to keep being bad. And it, it, this this was one of those movies where it was just way too good. How yeah. dare it? How dare it? Uh, but that's all I got to say. Same here, buddy. All right. So that does it for our review for Hadair. That brings us to the judgment. Does it become a shelf boy with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden? First time saying it of 2022. Mm. Uh, since it was my pick, I am going to go first. Um, I really like this movie exceeded my expectations for how good it was. Uh, you know, everyone talked about how good it was. But at the same time, and I admit this is a little prejudice for the movies for me but bollywood movies i always go in with just an expectation to be slightly disappointed i could usually only go one way or another for the most part yeah and i'm i'm either really really impressed with them or disappointed in them Mm -hmm. uh there's very rare that it's like down the middle for me uh this was definitely impressed so uh you know um shaheed kapoor he he was great his performances were great uh it was just a satisfying movie as i said so i'm gonna say yes it does go on the shelf uh, i would say so too i would also say that almost all the cast was great all the supporting yeah, yeah. cast i mean he was fantastic but uh, definitely his mother his little his girlfriend and even his uncle they were yeah, all kk manon he was really yeah, good he, they, he was a the, the thing about him we didn't talk about him too much and i kind of mm-hmm. regret it is that he did a good job of making you second guess if he was involved until you yeah. knew for a fact he was involved because when he's first introduced he's kind of like this goofy like it feels like he's like a goofy dunce uncle yeah and then you find out you know what he actually is and you're like holy shit yeah and you're like wait are you sure it's like that a thing there's no way yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely put this on the shelf as well. As you said, Bollywood movies are hard to either be really good for, you know, us specifically. And also it's, it's, I feel like it's hard to interpret a story that was, you know, uh, you know, made so long ago and put it in today's standards and everything. And this did mm-hmm. really well of doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, most of them could become cheesy, but this, this wasn't one of those ones where it was, it fit right in. Yeah. So. 
Hader makes it onto the shelf with the likes of Apostle and Handmaiden, the first shelf boy of 2022. Uh, that brings us to our assignment for next week. Glenn, it is your turn to pick. Mm-hmm. What are we watching next week? So this one's going to be a rewatch for me, but I noticed you hadn't rewatched it. This is one that I've, I've been wanting to rewatch for a little bit. It came out in 2011, and I've just been sitting. And I know we've got an Owen Wilson movie coming out soon with J-Lo. Wow. That we're, we're definitely going to see. And you we're going to see. You have like, no choice. I, I, <laughs> not the assignment, just so everyone knows, but the, the movie Marry Me with Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. <laughs> there was a moment... In the theater, we had seen the trailer maybe 10 times out of all the movies we've seen together. And Glenn just goes, is it bad that I kind of want to see that? And I just go, (laughs) I kind of want to see it too. (laughs) Like, just for Owen Wilson. Just for Owen Wilson. (laughs) Everything else about the the movie is just the basic cookie-cutter Valentine's Day movie. But Owen Wilson in this, for some reason, is just a normal-ass dude, and I just want to be there for him. I'd be like... Wow, this is crazy. Why won't you go with me to the school dance? <laughs> <laughs> um, but my movie is going to be Midnight in Paris. I mean, this, this is unbelievable. There's no city like this in the world. You're in love with a fantasy. I'm in love with you. What are you, what are you guys doing here? Dad's here in business, and we just decided to... Preload a lot. <laughs> oh. That's great. We can spend some time together. Well, I, I think nice. we have a lot of commitments, but I'm sure it's... We'll, what? Right. If I'm not mistaken, Rodin's work was influenced by his wife, Camille. Rose was the wife. No, he was never married to Rose. I hope you're not going to be as antisocial tomorrow. I'm not quite as taken with him as you are. He's a pseudo-intellectual. Slightly more tannic than the 59. I prefer a smoky feeling. Carol and I are going to go dancing. Dance. We oh. heard of a great place. Interested? No, 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 no. Sure. I, I, I don't Come want to be a killjoy, but I, I, I need to get a little fresh air. While in a trip to Paris with his fiancée's family, a nostalgic screenwriter finds himself mysteriously going back to the 1920s every day at midnight, written and directed by Woody Allen, stars... Uh, Owen Wilson, Rachel McAdam, Kathy Bates, uh, Kurt Fuller, and just a couple other people in there. Mar- or Michael Sheen. I know there's there's a lot of uh, hate towards uh, Woody Allen, and I didn't I didn't want to pick it for that reason. I, I just know that I, I actually think... st- I stopped watching Woody Allen for yeah. that reason, which is why I haven't seen this. But you know, I'll yeah, watch I, it. Besides the fact that it's made by Woody Allen, I don't want to support anything he did. But yeah, I know I think I remember liking this movie a lot. When it came out, mm-hmm. and I want to rewatch to see if I actually do care about it anymore. But that's the you know that's the test here. What, what's going to happen? Who knows? Yeah, and for those of you who don't want to watch it because of Woody Allen, we completely understand. Completely understand. Uh, you can skip out on this coming episode and just follow our Instagram to know what we're going to watch after this. Yep, just um, go watch "Marry Me" instead. Marry me, marry me, marry, marry. <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, but that's on Hulu. You said. What the fuck? It's on Hulu. I'm looking at it right it? now. Just You're the man. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so yes, uh, Midnight in Paris on Hulu. That is our assignment for next week. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, you can check out our website at www.keystonefilmreview.com. On Instagram, we're Keystone underscore film underscore review. Twitter, Keystone underscore film. Facebook, Keystone film review. YouTube, Keystone film review. TikTok, Keystone film review. And on Letterbox, 
I'm Mike KFR. And I'm Glenn KFR. And that will do it until next week when we may or may not regret watching this movie. Mm-hmm. Because of Woody Allen. Because of Woody all Allen. all the horrible things he's done. That bastard. Uh, sorry, but also... We gotta we, we watch movies. That's what we do. <laughs> we just watch movies. Yeah. Bye, Bye. everybody. <laughs>